I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This list collects some of the many celebrities, musicians, sports personalities, astronauts, and even kings to have appeared in Star Trek over the years. Now, some were hidden under heavy layers of makeup, while others make passing blink-and-you'll-miss-it cameos. And so, with that in mind, then, I'm Ellie with Trek Culture, here with 10 surprising Star Trek guest appearances made by celebrities who weren't actors. Number 10. The Big Show in Enterprise Borderland During the 90s, there were a number of cameos by WWE stars across the various Star Trek shows. Paul Donald White II, also known as The Big Show, appeared in the Enterprise episode Borderland. While he had made appearances in films such as Adam Sandler's The Waterboy and Arnold Schwarzenegger's Christmas classic Jingle All The Way, White was still best known as a wrestler when he starred as an Orion slaver. White's character captures members of the Enterprise crew, including T'Pol, when they enter an area of space between Klingon and Orion space. It was part of the ongoing Sung Augments arc that was conceived to boost flagging ratings. Promoting bigger links with the mythology of the original series was deemed to be a way to entice viewers over to the series, but it failed to save the show from cancellation. The Orions were another link to the original series, although White doesn't get much to do other than lift up actress Jolene Blaylock and laugh menacingly. It's little wonder that he was overshadowed by the return of Brent Spiner to Star Trek, as one of Data's ancestors, the eugenicist Arik Sung. Although White did go on to star in the Big Show show and voice a character in the Fast and Furious animated series. Number 9. Stacey Abrams in Discovery Coming Home Discovery's season 4 finale, Coming Home, saw voting rights advocate and Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams guest star as the future president of a united earth. Abrams, like so many familiar faces who appear in Star Trek, was a fan of the series and said that Michael Burnham and the story of the Discovery crew rebuilding the Federation in the 31st century was reflective of why she and so many others got into politics. Abrams' cameo was the brainchild of the finale's writer Michelle Paradise who reached out to her team and Abrams agreed to have a chat with Paradise and executive producer Alex Kurtzman to discuss the role further. And when she agreed to the role, the production team took some minor precautions to try and keep it a secret to preserve that surprise for the broadcast. Now, of course, the toxic nature of political and cultural discourse did lead to some protest, with one particular website claiming that Abrams didn't deserve to be the president of Earth because she hadn't even become governor of Georgia in 2018. Did somebody remind them? 
that Star Trek isn't real. Number 8. Mike Fink and Terry Virts in Enterprise, These Are the Voyages Mike Fink and Terry Virts are two Star Trek actors who have actually been to space. The two astronauts were visiting the set of Star Trek Enterprise on holiday, and this was during the filming of Enterprise's controversial final episode, These Are the Voyages, and both men were offered cameo roles in the episode. They briefly appear as engineers on the Enterprise who were tasked with freeing the deuterium filters by Commander Tucker. Their cameos were much less controversial than those of Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis. While neither men were actors, Fink appeared in The Apogee of Fear, the first sci-fi short film to be made in space. Fink was also awarded a Starfleet Award and spoke to Enterprise Captain Scott Bakula while he orbited the Earth. Number 7. Tom Morello in Voyager Good Shepherd Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine is such a big fan of Star Trek that he's actually appeared in the franchise twice. Given Rage Against the Machine's political activism, it's not hard to draw connections with Star Trek's hopeful outlook on the future. Morello wrote to Star Trek producers to request a role in Star Trek Insurrection. Berman's son is actually a big fan of Rage Against the Machine, and so in a display of mutual appreciation, Berman agreed to the request and cast him as a sonar officer. Morello was delighted to be in the film, despite being hidden under layers of makeup in the scorching hot desert, because he got to talk to Captain Picard. Morello was later cast sans makeup in the Star Trek Voyager episode Good Shepherd. In the episode, he got to talk to another classic Star Trek captain when he directed Janeway to Junction Room 16. He later returned the favour by casting Harry Kim actor Garrett Wong in the music video for Rage Against the Machine Sleep Now in the Fire. Number 6. Brian Singer in Star Trek Nemesis 2002 Star Trek Nemesis is seen as the film that killed the franchise until J.J. Abrams rebooted it seven years later. If that wasn't bad enough, later allegations surrounding the private life of director Brian Singer make the film even more uncomfortable than before. The filmmaker was riding high after the success of his first X-Men movie when Nemesis began shooting. Singer was a big Star Trek fan and had obviously gotten to know Patrick Stewart over the course of making X-Men. And so it was that Singer managed to snag himself a small cameo as a tactical officer who helps the Enterprise fight off the Riemann boarding party. Interestingly, Singer and Mission Impossible director Christopher McQuarrie actually devised their own Star Trek series following the cancellation of Enterprise. It was to be set further in the future and depict the demise of the Federation. It was never submitted, but it did rather precisely predict the plot of Discovery Season 4. Now, despite this, Singer is on record as saying that he would never agree to direct a Star Trek film because he would be too precious with the law. Although, following his removal from Bohemian Rhapsody following allegations of sexual assault, there is a question as to whether he will actually be asked to direct anything ever again. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Number five, Mick Fleetwood in The Next Generation Manhunt. The music of Fleetwood Mac has featured in sci-fi franchises such as Doctor Who and Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's drummer vocalist Mick Fleetwood himself who popped up in Star Trek The Next Generation, although you probably wouldn't recognise him under that rubbery fish head. Fleetwood had some acting roles to his name prior to appearing in Star Trek, including the Arnold Schwarzenegger dystopian sci-fi thriller The Running Man. Fleetwood was a Star Trek fan who leveraged his fame and enthusiasm for a role in the series. He even shaved off his beard in order to don the fish prosthetics. He played the Antedian dignitary in the episode Manhunt, a villainous alien that planned to destroy an upcoming intergalactic summit. Fleetwood didn't have any lines, as the Antedians didn't speak. Deanna Troy's mother, Luaxana, determines that they're up to no good and alerts the crew of the Enterprise. It's unclear how much of an impact Fleetwood's appearance made on the ratings for The Next Generation, but given the lengths he went to mask his face and voice, it seems more like he was actually fulfilling a lifelong personal goal. Number 4. James Worthy in The Next Generation Gambit James Worthy holds a number of titles. He's a former teammate of Michael Jordan with whom he played college basketball. He led the LA Lakers to three NBA championship wins between 1984 and 1988, was named one of the 50 greatest basketball players of all time in 1996, and was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2003. And he also holds the title of being the tallest Klingon ever, standing at 6 foot 9. Worthy played Corral in the second part of the Next Generation story Gambit. He's a monosyllabic Klingon mercenary who's in possession of a fragment of a powerful and ancient Vulcan weapon, which Picard and Riker are attempting to prevent falling into the wrong hands. It's an imposing performance by Worthy, responding with a simple no to Data's line of questioning, and pouring Klingon blood wine on the floor in refusal of the Enterprise's hospitality. In another Star Trek connection, he also starred as himself in the midlife crisis comedy Men of a Certain Age, alongside former Enterprise captain Scott Bakula. Number 3. King Abdullah II in Voyager Investigations if you're a member of literal royalty, and you're a big fan of Star Trek, then it must be fairly simple to get a role on the series. Well, that's how it happened for Prince Abdullah bin Al Hussein. The cameo was organised by his American advisor with the Voyager production team as a gift for the prince, who happened to be a big Star Trek fan. Producer Jerry Taylor noted that the prince's fandom was evidence of the franchise's universality, telling Star Trek Monthly that take away the title and the trappings and at the core you have a Star Trek fan. He appears briefly at the opening of the episode, discussing something with Harry Kim. As he was a Jordanian prince and not a unionised actor, he wasn't allowed any lines though. 
But this didn't stop him from having a great time on the show, and he's said to have formed a bond with Robert Picardo and Ethan Phillips, to the point where he invited them to Jordan for a tour of some historical sites and to a little Star Trek convention. Number 2. Iggy Pop in Deep Space Nine The Magnificent Ferengi now, it's a common occurrence for famous fans of Star Trek to somehow wangle their way into the series, but sometimes the production team get to cast their idols. And that is how musician and punk legend Iggy Pop came to guest star in the Deep Space Nine episode The Magnificent Ferengi as the Vorta clone Yelgren. Ira Steven Burt was a huge fan of Iggy Pop and was keen for him to appear in the series. He was originally suggested for the role of Grady, the homeless man who steals Dax's comms badge in the third season 2 parter Past Tense, but touring meant that he was unavailable at the time. Pop was still a busy touring performer when he was approached for the role of Yelgren in season 6. However, fate intervened when due to an injury sustained at a gig, he was able to appear in Star Trek whilst he recuperated. It's a chilly and slightly sinister performance as he negotiates a prisoner exchange with the Ferengi in one of Deep Space Nine's many great comedy episodes. While Pop doesn't have the same extensive acting career as his old friend David Bowie, whose wife actually appeared in Star Trek 6, he did make appearances in the punk biopic Sid and Nancy and the cult sci-fi film Tank Girl. Number 1. The Rock in Voyager Sunkatse of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is better known as a Hollywood actor than a wrestler, but back in 1999, the WWE star made his acting debut on an episode of That 70s Show and closely followed it with Sunkatse, an episode of Star Trek Voyager in 2000. In it, Seven is captured and forced to compete in futuristic arena fights. The Rock plays, surprise surprise, an alien wrestler who grapples with and defeats Seven. The cameo was designed as a cross-promotional event between Voyager and SmackDown, which had recently begun airing on the same network. It's why The Rock's alien wrestler delivers a rock bottom and arches the people's eyebrow in his brief appearance at the start of the episode. Hilariously, Jerry Ryan didn't have a clue who Dwayne Johnson was, and so was quite bewildered when she found a signed photo from his wrestling alter ego in her trailer after he left the set. She told Big Issue that, When I got back to my trailer, he'd left a signed picture in character as The Rock, and it said The Rock can smell what you're cooking. Like what? It's the weirdest thing I'd ever seen anybody write. 22 years later, and I don't think there's anybody left in the land, who can't smell what The Rock is cooking. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. 
Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.